Hey, JT. Hey, Jeremy. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, buddy, what's up? Do you want to watch this movie? It's way back from the 80s. I never watch it anymore. Not since I had cable TV. I might have really liked it, but maybe not. I guess we'll just have to see. Would you want to watch this movie? I can't promise it's a good movie. Let's proceed. October 7th, 1988, with a Metacritic score of 45. From the director of the 1999 direct-to-video production of Beowulf, the writer of <laughs> Alienation, the TV show, starring Sonny Corleone and Inigo Montoya, winner of the Saturn Award for Best Sci-Fi Film, we are here to today to determine, JT, would you watch Alien Nation? <laughs> it's starting off strong. <laughs> now, before we actually dive into this movie, I want to talk about that award it won for a quick hot minute here. And you, you know I'm a sci-fi fantasy geek, so I never make fun of the genre. I do think it's kind of funny. So it won Best Sci-Fi Film of the Year for 1990. Would you like to hear what it was up against, JT? Uh, yeah, I, I would. Because, like, if you won Best Sci-Fi Film, like, today or something, you'd be like, oh, that was probably really good, right? Like, oh, because, right. like, you've got The Arrival and you've got all of the MCU movies and, like, some good stuff going down. Sure. Okay. Alienation successfully beat out the following five movies. The Blob. Ooh. My Stepmother is an Alien. <laughs> which I knew was a movie. Short Circuit 2. Two had to be two at that time frame. Okay. Cocoon, the return. Oh no, there's a second cocoon. There's more cocoons, yeah. And uh and they live, actually, which we oh, talked about. We love they live. <laughs> so realistically speaking, this was be between Alien Nation and They Live. So that yeah. that was the the groundwork they were laying. So the 45 Metacritic of Alien Nation. Just barely ed uh, edged out the 55 Metacritic of They Live. Who Which knew? is just one point worse than Wall Street. <laughs> that's going to become a new, new... I think that's the question. So is this one point worse than Wall Street? Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. Let's start with random alienation bits from... Now, you get the, the, the title here, right? Because it's clever. It's Alien Nation. Yes. It's alienation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I picked yeah, up yeah. on it. That, was, that wasn't... <laughs> it's not lost on me. <laughs> uh, that wasn't so... I, am I, am, I wasn't so clever to be... The, I wasn't the only guy who figured that one out. <laughs> Maybe not. It was a little obvious. All right, fine. So aliens land on Earth. And JT, they are totally not just humans with like a some kind of skullcap wig or something. They're weird. Because like, they drink funny... Or, or eat weird stuff. The only thing I remember about them being different than aliens, other than these plastic rubbery wig looking things, which apparently took four hours to put on. So, brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, I think it's something that their genitalia is like in either their armpits, elbows, or knees. It's some, like, that's the whole thing. <laughs> and it's like, at some point, someone gets kicked behind the knees, and, you know, that's a low blow, JT. That's a low blow. 
so wait a minute. Does that mean that Men in Black, when he does the Balchinian joke, was actually ripping off Alien Nation? Well, I don't know, because this part's still full in memory land. I just remember there's some weird thing of this regard. It could have been on their sides. It could okay. be their shoulder blades, for all I know. I, I just know that, like, basically the wig and that is what makes them aliens. Got it. All right. Now, in Alien Nation, it's just a buddy cop movie. But it's that kind where, you know, the old jaded cop really doesn't want to take on the young partner, mostly because he's a minority. I mean, alien. <laughs> It's really different. It's really different. So James Cop plays James Cop. James Khan plays the old cop. And I'm pretty sure, JT, that 15-year-old Jeremy's first exposure to the cinematic career of James Khan is unfortunately this movie. Oh boy. Like I still remember when I saw <laughs> the Codfather. I'm like, ah, that I think that's the guy from Alienation. <laughs> oh, how heartbreaking for James Khan. Right. Now, the good thing is, like, really grown-up Jeremy can look back on all that and understand why it happened. But, you know, sorry, Mr. Khan. Uh, and Mandy Patinkin, who I know you like very much, plays the alien. Love him. We'll get, we'll get back to Mandy soon. This is your typical, they go on some kind of missions or some casework or whatever. And, of course, Mandy's not such a bad dude. You know, I mean, alien. You know, he's probably a pretty decent cop you know, for an alien. Right. One of those kind of things. The the, the lousy part, JT, is I, I've only got like one more thing I actually remember from this movie, but the more I look back on it, memory-wise, and I did watch the trailer, we'll talk about that in a second, I'm pretty sure this was basically just a buddy cop movie with an alien shtick. And so there's some kind of conflict that has to do with the aliens are actually up to no good, I think. Uh... It seems like they're fully integrated and peaceful and whatnot, but at some point, Mandy has to divulge the secrets of their alien past or plot, and then, of course, they're going to save the day. Of course. That's exactly what I remembered coming into watching the preview. I did then watch the preview, which basically made me with, yeah, that was about right, except there's this mega drug thing that I do remember that they basically take PCP, I mean alien drug, and it turns the <laughs> aliens... I mean, it's, it's PCP, right? Like, it, it, if, if you read about the side effects or whatever, whatever it does PCP, or I think meth is the same. Like, it's like watching Beast from uh, that Split movie. They go in full <laughs> Beast mode. <laughs> so anyhow, they take this drug, and they take it dramatically. It's like in a picture, like a glow stick. You know the ones you crack up, like, for a, for a nice sure. campfire? Picture one that you, like, burst open, and then the goo goes into your mouth, but, like, gargles over your mouth like there's so much goo sort of like the abyss level of goo if you remember oh, our a, talk about the abyss that's a lot of goo that's a lot of goo anyhow they got all that goo and then they become this like super powerful alien guys that i think like they can't be shot or not none of the physics is going to work out here uh so then they made a tv series out of it and a whole bunch of made for tv movies mandy Pinkin's character name is and i'm not kidding sam francisco would you watch it? You know what? So here's what I want to say. First of all, uh, this episode is now going to be referred to as that's a lot of goo. Uh, <laughs> number two, for some reason, I, it does have a, like, I'm assuming it was like a Mad Max thing when they like Fairy Road, when they're like hitting themselves with the spray paint. Like it's that same kind of like aggressive ingestion process as opposed to just like, or is it is it mm -mm, worse mm -mm, than that? Mm -mm. Here's uh, All right. So picture 
what's that water bottle company at Voss? I think they're called. They have like those the cylindrical the glass ones. Yeah. Yeah. So picture that that kind of a glass, but it's filled with goo, lots and lots of goo. Yep. And I, I, I it's either blue or green. You know, it's not like pink or purple or red. It's like a blue or I want to go with green because aliens and green. Aliens, sure. It's it's the eighties, so aliens represent green. Right? Always. Yep. So green goo, but now it's made out of that. I think it's called sugar glass, so you can just sort of break it. Oh, got it. So picture he's he picks this this fairly large tube like the like like your forearm kind of thing up over his head snaps it and like the goo it's not as simple as just spraying a thing into your mouth or just taking a shot like you can't just take a shot you have to dramatically because if i remember correctly every time it's used in the movie that's how they do it got it all right so it's more secret of the ooze less mad max (laughs) yeah that's about right like they probably should have given them a camelback full of it or something oh wow that's gross uh, okay, so here's the questions I need answered for me to know if I want to watch this movie. And only like two of them have anything to do with the movie. Number one, which I think you already kind of answered, but I was going to ask you to define the genre. Because in watching the trailer, I I was kind of immediately picking up on what you have already kind of said. Well, I was like, is this just a buddy cop movie? Or is this like, an is this sci-fi? Or is it buddy cop? Or is it... And which one does it lean into? Is it a drama? I didn't... Is it a comedy? Because there's like a couple like quippy little lines that they definitely throw in but that also is just like kind of like hey it's the 80s so i wasn't sure what how would you define this that's a good question i think if you had to do the most simplistic definition you'd start with sci-fi movie but if you were to get to add a few words you'd say something like this is straight up a buddy cop movie it's just set in a sci-fi setting which okay which leads me to a follow-up like is buddy cop a genre oh yeah Yeah, it is right like like if this movie Let's just put it this way. If this movie was Murtaugh and Riggs going up against some like PCP dealers, you know, you probably got about the same movie. There's a few like fish out of water things and, and et cetera. Okay. Uh, and, but, but it's, it's, it's a cop detective, you know, that they're, they're, they're this figuring out what this goo is and the, the secret past. And they were like, I think they used to be like a slaving nation. Okay. In addition to their alienation status. Okay. Well, it's just interesting because like Buddy Cop is kind of like, I think of Buddy Cop as a combination of action comedy. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's, it's really two genres that become one genre when you put two characters in. Cause like you need a straight man and you need a jokester and you usually have one of them is crazy action oriented and or comedic relief. And the other one is exasperated and tired. It's that. Okay, perfect. All right, so then that's the, that's orienting. That's that's well orienting for me. Okay, so my next question is, what I want you to give me, I'm going to give you three Mandys, and I want you to pick the Mandy that you want to hang out with the most. Okay. All right, first Mandy is San Francisco alien Mandy. Second Mandy is Mandy from Dick Tracy. Third Mandy okay. is Mandy from True Colors. Did you see True Colors? Okay. Yeah, a long time ago. Like once okay, in the theaters, whenever that was. 86, 88, 90? I think it was like 88. I'm clearly keeping Anigo Montoya off the list because that would be the answer. Yeah, Unless the answer, it wouldn't be. 
No, the answer would be Inigo Montoya, followed by the CSI version of him, <laughs> followed by. Wait, wait, what was the second one again? Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Mm. I think maybe the well, in am I hanging with the the character in this world or in the character in their world? Like, if oh, I'm hanging out with this Mandy, do I get to be in Alien Nation land? Or is it this character in normal Earth? Yeah, no, that's a really good distinction that I hadn't thought of. So what we're what I'll say is you are being portaled into the world that this character exists in. Okay, all right, here we go then. So we're still going with Inigo Montoya, for sure, even though it wasn't one of the choices. Um, <laughs> we're also... Jumping in to say hi to Mandy Moore in the notebook. Just kidding. Uh, I actually thought you were going to give me like a list of Mandy uh, actors. <laughs> other Mandys. Other famous Mandys. Uh, and I was like, I can't even think of a third. Uh, okay, so first is off the list, Inigo. But of these three choices, I think this has to be first because this means you get to have this world where you get to like check out aliens and stuff. Even if some of them are... Goo drinking PCP monsters. <laughs> I think I would take the trade off because I don't think I would encounter them too much because I'm not living in the underbelly of alienation. I'm in the I'm in right. the normal nine to five alienation world. Right. So I feel pretty good okay. about that. And then Dick Tracy because comic books. Right. And then and then dark dark true colors. Okay. I just like, listen, what's funny is I do love him. Like I absolutely love this guy. But when I went back and looked at his IMDb, I'm like. Why has he not done more stuff that I've actually seen and or enjoyed? Like he's done a lot of work and the stuff he's done I like a lot, but then there's also just like he's a lot of voice actor work. He has a lot of like random movies pre-1990 that I've just straight up never even remotely heard of. Like well, even we're... even remotely. Because I was trying to find stuff to say to you. Like I was like, all right, which ones can I include in this? And I was like, all right, like I don't know what like Maxi is, what Yenti is, what Ragtime is, what Night of the Juggler is. Like, I don't know any of these movies at all. Uh, you know the one after Maxi on IMDb there that you're looking at? That's not yeah. an I. That's, that's an L, not an I. Yentl? That's Yentl. Okay. <laughs> we won't I go still... there. Yentl was like, Yentl was a big movie in the AD, whatever it was. Barbara Streisand... She's like a Orthodox Jew daughter. Oh, that's that's a that was a pretty heavy big deal movie for my community back in 1983 that I never saw, never. Right, and I I wasn't born. Right, and definitely uh, I do actually. So now that I can see, by the way, that was just literally I couldn't tell that it was an L. Uh, I have heard of Yentl. I definitely have never seen it, and probably unless you ask me to, probably wouldn't have ever really seen it. Yeah, it's okay. I I, I just thought Yenti was pretty funny. Um, I think he's most of, look most of his career is actually on Broadway. Like he's a theater yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. So I like him. All right, all right, all right. Next question: The aliens from the following movies will exist in your world. I want you to tell me. You can rank them, or you could just pick one. But I was going to have you rank them. Uh, which aliens do you want to be in your world more? Aliens from this movie, Alien Nation, uh, Ewoks, Battle for Endor, Little Shop of Horrors, which is not, I don't know if they're aliens, but they're... Uh, Audrey, Audrey 2 is an alien. They an alien. All right. 
Howard the Duck, or Spaceballs? Hmm. I... I mean, Ewoks would be really interesting on Earth. Wouldn't right? it be? Like, it does seem like they could exist in our in our climates. I don't know about which of the temperate zones would be the right ones for them. Mm, but question. they're sort of like talking teddy bears that might accidentally eat you. Right. I like that. I kind of like that. I'm, I I can't imagine what would humans do with Ewoks. Like, would they? Would we have domesticated them? Would we just? We probably would have killed them because we're we're not the best. But uh, let's see, Ewok, which is funny because I actually I think you know this about me. I don't love Return of the Jedi that much as a Star Wars movie, but uh, and I don't like the Ewoks. But of these choices, I don't want Audrey too because he's just like a straight up serial killer. Correct. Uh, Alienation, the aliens are pretty benign. And, you know, the goo. Uh, Howard the <laughs> Duck. Howard the Duck would just be complicated. You got this one talking duck. <laughs> so in Spaceballs, you basically just mean like the whole Spaceballs universes were just, were just sort of... Because they're, they're Druish. They're not humans, right? Like Right. You, so basically, you would just have to insert uh, any number of the aliens from Spaceballs into right. this universe. I mean, that's kind of fun, too. Who wouldn't want a Mog? Everybody would want a Mog. I think so. Yeah, I mean, to me, this is pretty... I, again, not knowing this movie, not knowing Alienation, uh, there's a good argument to be made for... It's either Ewoks or Spaceballs. And my my assumption, I assumed you'd pick Ewoks, uh, even though I know that you're not, they're, you're not, they're not your favorite, because I think they'd have the least impact <laughs> if they just existed all of a sudden. Whereas, like, the Spaceballs universe of, like, Big aliens existing now. That could be. Uh, it could change the way the world works. Yeah, but, but probably for the better. I think. I think it's those <laughs> two have to be on top. I think Audrey two has to be at the bottom because again, serial killer, lethal kill, serial yep. killer. I think alienation is actually probably the most boring option because they're basically just like rubberhead people with weird genitalia. Right. And by the way, that whole subplot might be completely wrong. I, I just want to know because <laughs> when I rewatched the trailer. I was looking if there's a simple moment, and the only uh, risque moment at all is a bald, weird, ugly-headed alien lady with an otherwise human-looking, voluptuous body hitting on one of them. You don't really see who, but that's happened. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, let's move on to my next question, which is, uh, you know, this old chestnut. uh, Place a character. So we've got favorite Zane, baby Quaid, Max Cage, Discount Johnny Depp or Solo Nicole? Who's who's in this movie and in what role? I think I think if you have Max Cage as the as the gooed up alien, <laughs> it's gotta be pretty awesome. So the so the the actor Terrence Stamp plays the head alien bad guy. Apparently he wouldn't do the part where he has to go like when they, so they drink the goo and they literally transform and it's like the gremlin, the mogwai and the, and the, and the gremlins. Yeah. He refused to do the makeup work. So when he bulged out, it wasn't actually him as an actor anymore. He is fully stunt double. So really? Yeah. I think Max Cage could have had a lot of fun with that. I think baby Quaid could have made, could, could have done Mandy Patinkin's part pretty well. Okay. Not, and I don't mean that to take away from uh, Patinkin's performance at all, 
but I think I think it would have been a decent role for him. Although to be honest, current like old Quaid would have made a great uh, would have done James Conn's role really really well. Mm-hmm. Same kind of kind of yeah. gruff voice and like surliness. Yeah, yeah. like James Conn is totally a get off my lawn kind of person, or it seems like oh. he would be. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I I like yeah when he's ornery is when he's at his best. And yeah, I think those would be my top choices. I mean, look, if you if you ask me to, I'll always put our favorite Zane in a movie. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, favorite Zane is a favorite. <laughs> I'll make him an Ewok if I need to, just to get him in there. <laughs> All right, which means we're down to our final question. Our final question, Jeremy, on a scale of Krull to E.T., what is Alien Nation? It is V, the final battle. That that is the most definitive you have ever been. <laughs> well, now I started prepping for that, so I I, I I had an answer ready to go because I was you know what's happened was I was going to just say it's They Live again because it is a very similar movie in in a lot of ways. I actually went researching to see if it was considered like twin films. It's not, but then when I saw They Live was like neck and neck for winner of the best Saturn Award for the year. I didn't want to rub it in. I didn't want to rub it in They Live's face. Right. With Alienation's decisive victory. That would be rude. Well, you know, Jairus, that's one of the things I appreciate about you is that you're always thinking about the other movie's feelings. <laughs> I do have one observation. You know how we like to compare, like, what is the modern this? Yeah. I think it's Netflix's Bright. I don't remember if you saw that one. Oh, that's the Will Smith one, right? Yep. But Will Smith takes on, instead of an alien, it's an orc. Okay. Uh, as his partner has to get into the subculture of the the orc slash alien species, and but there's no goo. So I didn't see Bright, but the, when I watched the trailer and hearing you talk about it, and I know I already referenced this once, but like it has a lot of Men in Black vibes to me. In this, minus the whole like keeping aliens out, but like there's a lot of aliens that they they work as part of MI6, right? Not MI6. That's actually an organization. <laughs> Men in Black. Right. Yeah, whatever. Hey, look, uh, MI6 is so good we wouldn't know if they're secretly MIB. Maybe they are, and that's the whole point. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's interesting. I haven't seen Bright, but it, to me it felt like Men in Black, right? Because first of all, there's a lot of goo in Men in Black. High goo crossover, mm. which, is, which is a sentence I was positive I wouldn't say today when I woke up. See, had you known about the goo, you could have definitely made the top five movies featuring goo to rank this upon. You know what, Jared? We might have to put that in as a top five goo-related movies. Top five goo movies. That might be a thing we do someday. I mean, I think we've already sort of nailed nailed the category. <laughs> we've got a couple of them down. Well, listen, speaking of the category, uh, if you have movies that you would like Jeremy to pitch me, or if you've got movies you want me to pitch Jeremy, remember, uh, all of our sort of late 90s, early 2000s horrible teenage things that I love, Jeremy probably either didn't see or barely remembers. Uh, and I probably remember them poorly. So uh, go on to Lo-Fi Top 5 at, on Twitter or on Instagram and let us know. Otherwise, thanks for joining the Lo-Fi Top 5. Now the time has come for leaving fear, now we shall return. We were so glad we could make it, but so sad we gotta run. Well, it might be a long time till we raise another glass. You can rest assured that next time we'll have ourselves a laugh. Yeah, we'll have ourselves a laugh. We'll meet again